There you go, Clay. Change that up pretty good, buddy. Nice work. Yeah. I like that. Came I out like just that. Perfect. Yeah, I shouldn't <laughs> yeah. Uh, shouldn't make Kami Tube too pissed off. So hey, no. it should be good. Shouldn't. It shouldn't. <laughs> I thought, you know what? What could I put in there? And I just I found some of the video clips we used in yeah. you know some of the other episodes, things like it's good. That, I like know? that. I like that. It's good. So <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, why don't we start off right away here? Uh, you bet. Hey, a well regulator, you doing? You just go, hit go we're both off giddy, man. All right, let's do it. Right. <laughs> a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Amen, brother. Amen. Absolutely. So, huh. oh, there comes the chat. Hey, That's all right, <laughs> hey J Titan, what's up, buddy? Oh, I'll tell you what. He says, what's good? what's up, my good buddies? I can tell you this. I said, I had a really good day. I, I got a bunch of hay put up. I uh, was hoping the rain was going to come, but it didn't, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. I got one machine moved home. I got maybe 20 acres left over there over to the west, and then I can come home and do the rest of it. So, Yeah, well, I told you about the rain. I was watching, too. Up yeah. at the farm. Looks like it's just hitting a wall again. I hope it busts through for once there in Golden Valley because oh. it's just dry up there. They need it, so hopefully it Hopefully we need it. Evening, Gene. Hey, Vance. How you doing, bud? Hey, Vance. Good to see you. I think Vance is ready to start uh, start uh, using our Second Amendment to take out the tyrants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with him, too. So. A lot of them are. A lot of them are. But, well, Clay, should we get should we hit right off? Let's get yeah, going let's with, the, with, the, with the with the with the poll question poll. of the week, shall we? Let's bring her up. Here it is. So uh, the poll question this week was on our guns and the 701 Facebook page. What is the best, quote, truck gun? Feel free mm-hmm. to expand in the comments. And, of course, we had the choices, a handgun, shotgun, AR, platform, bolt, rifle, lever gun. Mm-hmm. Well, here it comes in. Handgun came in at 55%. Um, actually, that 40. didn't surprise me. Well, me too. I, I I would not have thought. I thought that was going to be at the bottom, but here it is, like like a runaway, like a runaway win for the handgun. We had eighty three yeah. total votes, but yeah, um, forty six votes for the handgun domination. The the second closest was a was a bolt bolt action <laughs> that actually surprised me. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing I can think of is that like around here, most people have one in their vehicle, like I do all the time, and yeah, it's just there. So maybe that's what they took into consideration. So yeah, I guess that would make it the best one if that's what you always have. So I did. Go ahead, Clay. Let's finish. Oh, let's, finish done, oh. let's let's finish the percentages here before we get yeah. into something. Like An AR here. platform at fourteen percent, so pretty close to the bolt action. Okay. Uh, then yep. we go to the lever gun at eight percent, and a yeah. shotgun at seven. And I'll, yeah, I'll tell sh- you right now, um, no respect for the shoddy. I, I voted shotgun. I always go vote. And I didn't vote, but I tell you what, if I did, it, it would have, it would be AR fifteen for sure, for yeah, sure. No, I I figured that. You know, I always the shotgun to me. I love it because uh, it's so handy. And uh, if it's my truck gun, my pickup gun, well, mm-hmm. um, you don't have you know you don't have to aim very much. <laughs> so I so. I sent that link to a few people, Clay here, and then in the comments uh-huh. too, then people were like, uh, "What do you mean?" truck gun like something like pickup truck grain truck and i was like shit man I thought this was like a universal so wow. i posted in there from the urban dictionary and, and their, their, their <laughs> definition of a truck gun which is kind of what mine was my, every time i've heard it um truck gun a firearm one carries in their truck or car usually a gun of low quality and or price so that one does not lose a significant amount of money if it is stolen <laughs> damaged in an accident or confiscated by police after using it on a carjacker 
<laughs> I like that one. But, so you know, but that truck thing. So I, I'm in the other camp. You know, I I don't call them trucks. Um, I have mm-hmm. a truck. It's in the barn. Uh, I haul grain with it. Uh, it's a straight truck. I call mine a pick. You ever notice I always called mine a pickup? I mostly call mine a pickup. Yeah. It yeah. just mostly uh, that's what I grew up with. Vance, Vance can chime in on this. Uh, we used to give him crap all the time about a truck versus a pickup. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I guess I don't. It ain't that big a deal to me. It's just kind of fun to rib someone about it once in a while. But trucks, pickup trucks, they're called pickup trucks. Heck, I think even our, in some states, on yeah. the titles and deeds that are on the titles, it says, you know, pickup truck. So, but now, well, if, if you get out there and call a little Ford Ranger a, a, a truck, well, silencer, <laughs> suppressor, and, you know, people get yeah. it's a suppressor. Well, the guy who invented them calls him a silencer. We went over old Ethereum Max and they're on and in the cross here. So, yeah. <laughs> Marty Beard truck gun. Who the- <laughs> Who the hell only carries one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Marty. There's actually a few people in the comments that said that one too. So <laughs> one shot, one shot cap. He says all of the above. And in all honesty, a lot of times, if you hop in my rig, depending on which one, I probably have all of the above in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I usually got What's one. It? I usually have one in my vehicle, but I do have, uh, I do carry multiple kinds of ammunition just in case of whatever kind of. Well, yeah, you just never know what you run across. And, no. And around here, I, I don't know if you've ever heard us use that term, Jamie, but we call it the uh, mobile hunting blind. It's not even a truck. <laughs> I have heard that, yeah. <laughs> right, Vance? <laughs> yeah, I've definitely heard that one. I don't know. Dan Brown, Dan Chimes, he says, whatever handgun I'm carrying and whatever long gun I decide to bring, I do not leave one in my vehicle. <laughs> I, I don't blame don't, you up there. I don't either, Dan. I I I don't leave one in my vehicle. I bring it in wherever, wherever I am. Wherever I am, I bring it in. I what did Brian say, say there about YouTube? Nice to see YouTube. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, oh, Brian. Yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah, <laughs> nice to see that YouTube let us back in. And that's, if you notice, if you're, anyone was watching the intro video, um, I modified it. I took out all the people handling guns. <clears> that's pretty much what we got dinged on. So yep. we'll see what happens. Evidently, we're still on. I see it's still on, so we should be good. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Good. I can tell you though, my my I do have vehicles <laughs> that I leave guns in. <laughs> do my, you? I live out here in the middle of nowhere. So. Yeah, yeah. I I don't even, even when I go back. <laughs> yeah, Travis, guns freaking friggin' suck. <laughs> I'll take all yours off your hands, man. Yep, there you go. Even your AKs. <laughs> yeah, even those freaking commie AKs, man. <laughs> Travis They're, changed. It looks like to me he changed his profile picture. So did he? I actually got him and the wife on there. I think. Yeah, I'm surprised someone should, would have him. He should put uh, <laughs> Kalashnikov's picture on there. there you go. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, I like I said, I uh, I was kind of shocked at the poll results, but you know what? It was. Mm-hmm. I, that's why I like doing them. I like to see what everybody says about. So what did you say you do, Clay? You're a shotgun man. That's what you to pick. That's what I picked was shotgun. What's your um, What's your reasoning for that? I'm curious. Uh, like I said, you don't really have to aim it. Um, I can jump out with it and uh, pull up. And I've actually done it. You know, I've been over north at our north place. See a coyote come running out of there and jump out and just blast away. And I, I, you don't necessarily kill them right away, but you dang sure can slow them down and then take, you know, finish the job. I, I guess that's why I like it. Um, and, of course, I do a lot of bird hunting when they're when, I, when it's bird season. So that's another reason I keep a shot. Yeah. There. But yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, like, like for me, like I said, in AR, um, a lot of people keep it around for for varmints, like people driving mm-hmm. around in rural areas and, and on yep. the farm and AK forty sevens for a better strong. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, for varmints and and you know for vermin people, I mean, if you a, AR for me, that's you're covering your bases. Oh. I love an AR. Don't get me wrong. I I love my. I but love them all. I mean, what I, I do like about <laughs> like a shotgun, uh, like a shotgun and a bolt rifle. What I do like is it's a little more streamlined to to throw in your yep. like if you got a gun rack in your back window or something, where you got like the seat, you know, that you can stick the gun in the seat yep. there for that. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm just, well, I'm just an AR guy. So AKs. I, like I mean, you can throw that thing in the box. That's not going to hit nothing anyways, unless it's within <laughs> ten yards. So just let that thing rattle around back there. <laughs> uh, no, I, I do. I, I like them all. Um, like I said, and of course, if I'm out and about, most of the time I'm carrying a handgun on my person, especially if I'm out on the place here. Just you never mm-hmm. know what 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 occasion arises. Yeah. I mean, it could be anything from a coyote to a snake to a hippie coming in for dapple running around in the moss. <laughs> I actually, um, I actually yeah. got a good story uh, saved up for Monday when running the crosshairs with Jay about, and I'm going to work that in with carrying a gun even in your house and that, Clay. Okay. It's an animal attack. Yeah, but so you're going to have to tune in Monday to, to get the story on that All one. All right. There you go, guys. Gene Cox. <laughs> okay, I'll put that one up. According to JD's Urban Dictionary, any high point should work. Yep. <laughs> you're yes, right. There you go. <laughs> Indeed. Indeed, it should. <laughs> uh, Vance found there in Georgia, the M134. Yeah, I seen Vance's uh, truck is, is kind of a southern thing, and I for sure when I yep. listen to country music, man, southern guys are definitely call it a truck down there. Of course, they call country music country music, and it isn't down there now. <laughs> I, mean, uh... I think Hank Junior <laughs> might even have thrown out a truck uh... a few times for his. Speaking of, you know, and I know it's a lot, it's, it's only six months away, which will go fast. I'll be joining Vance and the rest of the Racks Adventure team. We're going to be doing our mm-hmm. hog hunt. And I know we invited you this year. We're hoping you can go, but it sounds like Axe is going for sure. So, does he? Kind of a, yep. Hey, be, speaking uh, of that, Axe picked up another, uh, another, uh, um, person bringing their vehicle in there this week's gonna awesome see advertising works he here. said he's oh. gonna have to start writing it down the ones coming in there and doing business with him from the show so <laughs> well he was one of our founding sponsors so we we yeah. take good care of him and yeah we, we definitely <laughs> Leon's coming in. he's straight up truck man see he's from louisiana <laughs> and in fario <laughs> trials coming to north dakota let me know when you come when you get here buddy let's go shoot and bring that feeble ak if you don't have that thing uh axel let you shoot his you have to let me know when he's coming because i will make that trip i gotta (laughs) there you go go. we'll get a video put together with. i'll bring my ak how about that we got a guy from one of clay's commie states not just a commie company it's gonna be a commie state state. i got (laughs) commie companies there too (laughs) And AKs are commie crap. Yeah, Leon, absolutely. That's mean and hateful. <laughs> Travis said, Leon, oh. Travis says you're mean and hateful. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, we got the AK, AR. Oh, so speaking of, Clay, you're talking about time six months. Guess what? Yep. Um, starting tomorrow, we're going to start losing daylight. And Ready. So just, uh. Yep, yep. You just think about getting your pontoon wrapped and your boats winterized and start up your, your uh, snowblower, get that ready. Start getting your shotguns ready for bird season and 
Heck, it's just I something I see every year to piss people off. I don't, I want, even, I don't want winter here any sooner. I just say I haven't even taken the up. boat out of storage yet. It's still there. <laughs> well, the next week and a half looks like crap for boating. Yeah, so I'm actually going to try to get it out of here in the next, uh, probably by next week, because I'd like mm-hmm. to get down to the lake, especially around the 4th, and just take, at least get it on the water and have some fun. I mean, there's no sense in having a boat you can go you know, tubing and skiing mm-hmm. behind if you don't use it. So. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Josh Patterson, he says he's ready for dove season. Hey, I I used to hunt doves all the time. Uh, now I don't seem like I got a, got time to do it. But talk about good eating. I, but it takes a lot of them. But it's good eating. And it's a good way to fine tune your shooting skills for them. Yeah, doves are hard to hit, man. They're so oh, fluttery and tweak out on you like that. It's yeah, I Kevin. Hey, I agree with Kevin. Sloppy AK. Yeah, I mean. It's, Sloppy AK, <laughs> just like you think. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna hold off on that one. <laughs> so the AK is the second choice, right? <laughs> but no, I was just gonna say the dove hunting. I don't know if uh, if uh, Josh ever tried it, but I got I got I got decoys. I got into it pretty big back when 20 years ago when I was dove hunting, and I can tell you right now it works. You find like the deadest tree outside of their where their flyways are, and we do have mm-hmm. a few right actually south of here where. They just always come through there. We put them decoys out, and they'd come, you know, they'd come in just like ducks being decoyed in, and we'd mm-hmm. jump up and blast them. It was fun, uh, just cleaning all them doves to get that much meat. Ooh, uh, yeah, for a couple bites there. But it was Man, we made nuggets out of them. Trav, he uh, he likes inaccurate stuff. AKs, M1A, <laughs> and a mini 14. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna start calling you BH, Trav. You know what that stands for? Bullet hose. <laughs> Just looking to see. Look how play you're going to grab one there on the live. You're going to get. Uh... <laughs> I don't even have my mini. Oh, yeah, it's way over there. Okay, I say it's it's yeah. such a crappy mini... gun. I don't even have it out, but I do have it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, there you go. Jay Titan has owner of both rifles, AKAR, any day of the week. So AR, any day of the week. Well, Dougie's the same way. When we go shooting for precision, um, Axe is bringing the AR. He didn't bring no AK down to the Prairie Dog shoot, I can tell you that. <laughs> so uh, Josh did respond to my 14-year-old son. See, that I love hearing that. I love it anytime I hear my mm-hmm. whatever age, son, daughter. That's just awesome. Um, yeah. He shoots better than me, so I take him. Because <laughs> I got decoys and a couple <laughs> mojo. There you go. Those work, too. And they're a blast. It is. You know what, though? I want to. You know where I want to go dove hunting at? And that's down South America. Oh, my goodness. Buddy of ours, uh, well, he's actually he's an NRA field rep still today in Indiana, and that's uh, Josh Tennyson. He went down there, and he goes, the whole trip was all inclusive. He got down there, and they literally just keep a, keep keep your gun loaded. They keep handing it to you. You give them another one, and they do all mm-hmm. the work. All you do is sit there and shoot doves. I mean, come on. doesn't get no better than that. Yeah, Vance said Argentina. Mm-hmm. Yep, there you go. Yeah, I know a couple guys have done it. They said it's pretty crazy. So, hey, all right, Clayton. A, there's a G and T seven hundred one trip, huh? <laughs> oh, Let's all right. Write let's it off. let's. Uh, <laughs> we'll hit it. We're gonna hit on the first subject, but real quick, got uh sold a hat to our buddy Jay Lossis down there in, in uh, North Carolina. Sent a nice note back when he sent the payment. He said, "Keep up the good work, defending the second, Jason." Appreciate, appreciate that, buddy. That, and you can bet we're going to. Appreciate and we did, you uh, buying the gear. I seen the new T-shirts showed up. Some of them did today, so we can start getting some. We're pretty much out of T-shirts, so thanks, everybody, who purchased T-shirts. Yeah. And so uh, speaking, we did we did talk with somebody to get our webpage. And get, yeah, uh, get she's working on, on it. So she's working on yeah. it, and uh, we're just going to give her the time she needs. And so as soon as that comes mm-hmm. online, we'll let you know. 
Yeah, and uh, last week uh, I was up in the saddle store there, brought a bunch of gear up. Um, appreciate Serena and Alan helped me sell, sell a bunch of it there, and the people in there buying it, man. They were it was great talking to everybody up there. I met some new people who who bought some gear. Appreciate y'all awesome. if you're listening. That was awesome. It uh, yeah, dang near run us out of gear, <laughs> so which is a good thing. That's so great. yeah. I, and as yeah. long as we're doing that before we move on here, then I'm going to put this up. Guys, this is the Grant Sioux County Farm yep. Bureau raffle. Just to let everybody know, this is a Noreen AR-10, especially for those guys listening on the podcast. They're out of Belgrade, Montana. It's chambered in a 30-odd six. we got custom stainless steel plates, and the engraving on those were done by any engraving in Rapid City. Great partner that I work with and have been for years. It's $20 a ticket, and we're only selling 500 As of today, I know we're at about 150 tickets sold already. So they're going fast. I mean, I just launched this, what, last week? And uh, they're doing great. And I want to thank Wyatt. Wyatt bought some. Plus, uh, he told me he sold like two books already. So that's pretty cool. Waylon Turner, I mean, I actually took him yep. over to him. Yeah, yeah, he's doing I, I mean, he's a great. Yeah, uh, over at River City. If you're looking to go over to River City in the parts department there, uh, if you know Waylon or you don't know him, say, where's Waylon Turner? I want to win that sweet 30-odd six. And it is a sweet AR because I've handled it and looked at it and, being an AR aficionado, that is a that is a sweet gun. I can tell you right now, it, it's got a black Cerakote on it. So all it, right, it, it Trav, I'll send you one. It's Cerakoted, and uh, and then it's got some cool engraving. You know, Noreen has these little on the receivers. It's kind of a, you know, it's indented there. I guess a good way mm-hmm. to put it. It's recessed in there. So they yeah. put stainless steel plates in there and engrave yeah. them. It's, it's cool, just, man. It's cool it's, looking. I mean, it's, Oh yeah, it's some quality craftsmanship for sure. I'll get you one, buddy. Don't worry, I'll get it out to you. uh, Like I said, they're going fast. Um, My board members will be getting their tickets here shortly, probably next week, and then uh, Mm -hmm. so they might they may go fast. So if you want one, it's pretty easy, guys. You can email me at clay at guns in the seven hundred one dot com. That's what Wyatt did, and then JD at guns in the seven hundred one. There's enough of there's either myself or someone on the place is always heading to Bismarck. So if we need to get yeah. him to Bismarck and I can get him to Jamie, we can make that happen. Hey, we even got JR tuning in tonight. What's that. up, buddy? I think JR needs a ticket right there. He says merch. <laughs> yeah. He's got some merch. We've got some right here. He's got one of the, the walleye camo suite. Uh, well, now he needs 700. a ticket on this. Yeah, he right does. Here. Oh, there yeah. You go, JR. Yeah, JR's an AR man for sure. He, she got that, and he's got a double barrel, you know. So he covers the whole spectrum. He's got the FUD, and he's got the AR. He's got the FUD. <laughs> he owns Speaking a of that, we got a FUD gun range. Look at that. That's from Michigan. <laughs> That's from Michigan's <laughs> DNR. Oh, Only my. one round allowed in a weapon at a time, regardless of clip capacity. So there's <laughs> clip. a whole bunch of things wrong with this. <laughs> one round, but. They call it a clip. Well, if I got. I guess if I got my AR, I'm good because I don't have a clip. It's a mag. Yeah, you're good and to go. It doesn't say magazine no, capacity. Just clip. No rapid fire. I'd like to hear their definition of rapid fire. I more really than love one. to hear that. <laughs> more than one, less more than two. Than one. <laughs> I just I seen that as oh my goodness. Anyway, oh. all right. I suppose. Hey, I tell you what. Let's do a quick. Let's just do a quick uh, timeout. So yeah, thanks to our sponsor. Been here. This is pretty been a fun opener, but yeah, go yeah. for it, Clayton. And then we'll uh, we'll come back and we'll get into the protection of lawful commerce and arms act. And guys, if you're not familiar with that, you should be. It wasn't that long ago; it was passed, and we're going to get into that. Yes, sir. All right, here we go. The 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. 
Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads. So now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. Guns in the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window coverings, you can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the Blind Guy of North Dakota, 701-222-3932, or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right. Thank you, guys. Thanks to Lauer Auto Repair. Hey, and Wyatt and, and uh, they got uh, Tammy got uh, a free. I just plug noticed there. Tammy had the uh, Tammy had the jungle camel pants on there. I like that. <laughs> Vietnam era camel. I like that. There we go. There we <laughs> go. Good. Hey Jr. Thanks. Jr. did a nice job on the ads. We we try we Appreciate try. It. Um, it was all new to me when I went and filmed that there at the Colorado, but it seemed like it worked real good. Yeah. And if, hey, if you guys don't know Jr. Jr. Uh, he works at KFYR TV. Jr. Uh, hooked us up there doing in the crosshairs with Jay and uh, Jay, Jr. Actually introduced him to my wife. I've been friends with Jr. since the early nineties. Good dude, Jr. Appreciate you, man. Hey, it's, I think there. it's Jr.'s fault that I uh, got got started on that path at two A day where it put me under the table. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Jr.'s been known to do that up in, up in Golden Valley when we're up hunting too. He'll get told, told him I was a beer snob, so he brought out some good stuff, and yeah. I was just downhill from there. But... <laughs> ah, that was a good day. That was a good day. It was. All, All right, right. Clay, you want to hit it off on this? Sure. Um, so, and here's what happened. We uh, was that on? I can't even remember it. Did we do that on Todd Show? Or did we did that on Jay's show on In the Crosshairs when we talked about this, didn't we? Yeah, we did. But something we said something on for us Friday on Todd Show that yeah. We, so, we Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act, which is uh, basically that's going to be the act that was passed, uh, I believe, in the 109th Congress in 2005, if I remember yep. right. October, October 26, 2005. And what that did was. There was an on just, just a, an ongoing war on Second Amendment even then, and it was fresh off of the tobacco settlements. And then the anti-gunners hired those same lawyers, and that is what happened to go after the gun industry and try to bankrupt them. And I mean, there was lawsuit after lawsuit after lawsuit. Smith and Wesson, Sturm and uh, Sturm Ruger. I can't tell you how many gun companies were facing lawsuits over gun. Uh, well, I didn't call it gun violence then, but it had to do with shootings. And they it's wanted to hold these. Violence. Yeah, they, they, turned, they changed that term, you know, the gun violence. Anyway, what happened there was is they were suing the companies and blaming them for their product. It's their fault. Your fault. You're making these. And they, what are you going to do about it? So Congress mm -hmm. said enough. And they passed the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. And essentially, if it's a lawful engagement of selling and manufacturing firearms, Nobody can sue them. 
Now, that does not, not according mean to Joe and nah, Cole. According to Joe, that just protected everybody and everybody. So, oh, you so they're going to be safe now. Well, mm. I wish they were safe like Pfizer. Pfizer don't get sued for nothing, no matter yeah. what they make. Their mm-hmm. products hurt people all the time. But anyway, um, I would say they probably kill more than the guns do. Uh, but if they oh, still have a malfunctioning thing, say you have a gun and it's got a malfunction or it has a legitimate flaw in its design, you can still sue that company just like any other company for a faulty product and you got to remember you have to prove that it was because of this fault in the product that it caused damage injury or death uh to you and that's with anything i mean otherwise if you can sue ruger because someone used a ruger to shoot somebody in a a killing then why Mm. can't i sue ford or i can't maybe i could sue budweiser they seem like they're having problems anyway (laughs) stanley hammers because hammers kill more people than ar-15s and all rifles combined so you can sue the hammer companies and that's what this was about and and this all come remember the fedex thing and that's what this originated from was from the story from fedex (laughs) where they were essentially gonna basically sue american tactical because of the magazines that were used in that firearm to, at the FedEx shooting, saying that you know if they wouldn't have had that many uh, rounds in their magazine, then that they wouldn't have been able to kill all them people. It's like wow. And what they don't realize is that even magazine, anybody that's basically in the firearms manufacturing realm, and that includes accessories like that, mm-hmm. they're not liable and they're going to be protected, but doesn't matter you got to hire a lawyer and spend a bunch of money that's what did it clay remember right we talked about the story at the fedex shooting in in 2021 in indianapolis they're suing the ati um, manufacturer of the magazine that the guy used american tactical yeah and i went and looked there's no there's no marketing to to not not only they claim they're marketed to mass shooters and unstable there's no marketing at all children magazine they have for sale yeah they they were claiming that the it was marketed to children. Well, <laughs> I got to read this. I keep laughing at it. Leon commented, AK dudes use shiwis in the wild. <laughs> do, you, do you know what a shiwi is, Clay? Oh, I, I do not. <laughs> it's a deal uh, females put over their genitalia to take a whiz, usually when they're driving. But <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right. Women use them nice. on the pontoons here too and whatnot, but yeah, <laughs> nice, nice, I'm nice. I've actually seen one. I've seen one. It, it's funny just to look at. I so. got one in the glove compartment on the pontoon. <laughs> yeah. Don't you? Oh, yeah, me? Yeah. <laughs> we got a bathroom on our pontoon actually. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, big uh, that's, that's just why I wanted to go a little more into the into the PLCAA, which is uh, mm-hmm. again protection of lawful commerce and arms act. I think it's one of the most important ones. They they actually came out of the Bush era. Um, so you yeah, never get and, nothing like that passed today. And I can already tell you, it has probably yeah. kept the firearms industry in business. Can right. You so imagine, imagine if Al Gore that protection. Oh, if Al Gore had won, this would have never passed. What, nope. Max Baucus, he must have been having a rough election year there because he sponsored this bill here with Larry Craig. Every time that. That guy gets in trouble. He comes up and starts talking guns, and then they reelect him there in Montana. <laughs> God, it drives me insane. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the, in Montana. He knows if he gets out there and says, "Yeah, I'm Second Amendment," oh, mm-hmm. that'll just pull him back out. Well, and, and there's a lot of single yeah. issue voters out there. It works for Doug Burgum here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at that yeah. point, Clay yeah, even said, "While well, these cowboy. suits." These unwarranted suits before this came up, the the gun industry had spent um, two hundred million dollars. Hey, I'm telling you what, this was in 2005. 
So we're talking 18 years ago, and $200 million is a lot more than $200 million now. It's just just nothing because of the inflation and how much. But, I mean, back then, I mean, I'm not $200 million for a private company is still a lot. But, but I mean, back then it was a lot more. So, Hey, uh, Gene points out that old Max B was the author of Obamacare. Yeah. That's absolutely correct, yeah. Now, which one is Bacchus? Is he this guy with the... Bacchus? He's from Montana. Max... Max Bacchus and there was another guy, but I think he got. I think Bacchus was a guy with no middle fingers. He lost oh, in Vietnam. Oh, that could or be. I guess. I think. I think. I remember because they had the other guy there too. Montana's been taking a, a a good right turn here. I like it. They have fine. Which we're about to get into, Clayton. Yes. Something in Montana, aren't we? Unless you yeah. got something else you going on the PLCC. No, not really. Leon says there's no legal precedent for any of this crap. That's right. It's all unconstitutional. Right. It, it absolutely is. It's all unconstitutional. Right. By a boom, I, I guess, baby. like I said, the, the PLC, if you guys want, um, I should have probably made this. This is National Shooting Sports Foundation. Go hit their website and just look up the PLCAA, and they'll mm-hmm. give you, this is their little, they put together, and it's the myths about the, that particular act, because I tell you, when they pass that, oh, my goodness. The, the libtards flipped out because you weren't going to be able to sue a gun company for anything, for any reason, which wasn't <laughs> true. And uh, there's actually six exemptions in this law that actually address the things that these people were, were actually worried about, mm-hmm. especially, mm-hmm. you know, things like malfunctions or faulty uh, ma- manufacturing, things like that. So I just, I'm not going to run through them all, but go ahead and check these guys out because the uh, National Shooting Sports Foundation and I think it's .org, but just do a, a quick search on Brave, and you should be able to find them. We, I do not use Kami Google. I use Brave. I suggest everybody else do the same. I would, <laughs> I would add this too, Clay, that Biden is always claiming that just the firearms industry is the only ones with this exemption. No. There's all there's all no. kinds of companies that get this exemption, yeah. which is fine with me because um, a lot of these, like, it's ridiculous. I mean, it's the same kind of crap they're using to sue uh, gun companies for people do these frivolous lawsuits and these yep. freaking leftist judges, these anti-constitutional, hey, yeah, let's hear this case. No, let's no. not. Why don't you just throw this crap out? We won't have to worry about crap like, you know. Well, and they're pissed off because, you know, they have that. So you can't mm-hmm. sue the gun companies. I mean, they, they did get the message on that. And then we had two great decisions over the last 15 years, and that's yeah. Heller and now Bruin. So they've really lost in the court battles, and did you see a lot of these cases are being withdrawn? I don't know if anyone's been paying attention. A lot of these frivolous lawsuits that were being <laughs> filed in little district courts, guess what? They're withdrawing them because they know they're going. that's a waste of money. And some of the judges, some of the defendants are even asking to be reimbursed for their expenses, so they're just giving up. So that's why you're hearing all this talk about yeah. the 28th Amendment, which we talked about that already on, on a different show. But Yeah, we did. Uh, yeah. If you haven't, what was that? Was that Todd show? That was Todd show. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. See, we we <laughs> we got to run together, man. Show, yeah. <laughs> so. Okay. And trust me, there's no shortage of stuff to talk about, guys. No. So unlike a, unlike a certain show that we we used to know and then see over on twelve seventy, <laughs> there's no shortage of talking points for, yeah. for second amendment. put it this way clay if, if you think there's a shortage of stuff to talk about about oh. second amendment and guns and hunting and stuff like that um then you're not super passionate about it then it's just no. another thing no. for you so yeah anyway well, yeah, so let's right. go into this next summer. yeah you go ahead because and lead us into this one too here go for it what's that you can go ahead and lead us into this oh. one too so if anyone didn't hear i believe it was last wednesday 
So a guy by the name of Tom Van Hoos, he owns a company or a gun store out in Montana, out in Great Falls, called Highwood Creek Outfitters. He's been an owner for 13 years. And uh, last week, and I believe it was last week, I don't think it was the week before, 20, guys, 20, 2-0, heavily armed IRS agents, not the Sheriff's Department, not ATF, not even a U.S. Marshal, no, the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service, you know, revenue. Fully kitted out, like you said, heavily armed, fully kitted. Heavily baby. armed. They were Body like, armor, ARs. Yes. Helmets. They showed up in full, as he called it, full battle rattle. That's yep. how he described it. Yep. Uh, and they came from as far away as Denver and Idaho to serve a warrant for, what do you think they served a warrant for? Uh, selling illegal guns. Yeah, well, you'd, well if you, when we get into the story, you'd think so. But no, it was for his financial records. Yeah. And what the IRS was claiming, that he underreported or failed to report millions of dollars in income. And they were basing this, you know what they based it on? The Nick's background checks that he was doing. And that, this is why I have, I've always had a problem. Everyone says, oh, I'm, all, I'm fine with the background checks. I'm fine. I'm not. I never have been. No, I don't like Nick. Me either. Nope. I nope. don't think I need to have one or anybody. It's not my job to prove my innocence. It is the government's or the state's job to prove I'm guilty. Mm-hmm. And I've never had, I've never cared for the background check. And I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me. I don't care. I think it's an infringement to the core on our Second Amendment. And this is why. They took that and they took his background checks, basically to say and accuse him, get a warrant from who knows, probably a leftist judge to say that he, we just know this guy's underreporting his income, so we're going to go in there and raid him. And then they did. So he was closed down last Wednesday, and these agents went through his records. They took 10 hours to copy the information off of his computers and download his point-of-sale software information. If you guys don't know what that is, that's the credit card machine. And who knows, it might be a, a computer-based one or it might be an actual point-of-sale mm-hmm. machine. But they downloaded that, which is going to also give them what? Every single yeah, customer's it? name. Yeah. So, Clay, another little thing on that. He said before handing over the point-of-sale documents, Van Hoos contacted ATF Supervisor Kirk Nelson mm-hmm. and asked if he had to turn over the Form 4473 to the IRS agents since the documents were not listed on the search warrant. Nelson initially told Van Hoos that he was not required to turn over those documents, <laughs> but guess what? Later recanted after, I'll bet you, the big guy, one of the big guy's right-hand man probably called him and said, yeah, you get those too. Yeah, that, you know you know damn well that's what happened. Yeah, so the ATF was also there. It wasn't, I, the, I mean, know, the, AT, the yeah, ATF. Boom, you know, knock, knock. Yeah. <laughs> knock, knock. The IRS I've been waiting to put that and, in there. and AT, they, there was ATF agents there as well too. So there was yes. And but why why would it, why would the ATF need to be there if it was an IRS thing, Clay? Well, exactly, and that's kind of what he was saying. He goes, "I don't understand this." And uh, so basically, his biggest concern is is the fact that they also took 13 years of his 4473 form. Mm-hmm. Now, if I remember right, the dealers have to hold on to them for what about 20 years now. It used to be it used to be shorter, but I think it's twenty years. If uh, if anybody has that information, Gene might know, but I believe an FFL now has to hold on to them for twenty years. Some people are saying you got to hold on to them forever. I was going to say I thought it was forever now until you don't have yeah. your FFL anymore. I think they changed that. 
And they could have. I, I know that it's insane that, that you have to do that. But mm-hmm. anyway, that's what he – and he's right. They also copied his firearm acquisition and disposition book. Guys, if you don't know that, that's his log. So when an FFL receives a firearm from a distributor, then he has to take that serial number. He has to log that gun in, all its information, into his book, and it stays on that book until it's either tra- transferred through a sale, transferred to another dealer, whatever it might be. That is the record of that firearm from the time it left the manufacturer to the dealer to the sale or transfer or whatever, both it might end up being. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's taken place at. And every time that gun comes back to that FFL, again, he has to log that in. So there's a lot to it in this unregulated business of firearm sales. <laughs> there's nothing yeah, unre- easier to buy than a, than, a, than a bottle of water, Clay. Yeah, it does. So he goes, anyone who's ever completed a 4473, he says he knows there's no financial or revenue data there. And that's the point. And we're going to get into that here in a little bit in the 2A bullet points about what that FF, what that 4473 form has when it comes to drugs. But anyway, mm-hmm. that's just a little teaser what's coming up. And, and he, he just, he's got, it, he's got it right. That record is for a firearms purchase only. It's used to facilitate. Nick's background check system, you do it, and it, it potentially is going to trace a gun's ownership. And whether it was used in a crime, it's also going to tell if that person buying it, if they're in the system, if they're breaking the law. Um, basically, you're going to pass or you're not going to pass. So really, there was no reason to take it. Um, you know, he and like you said, he called his, uh, his uh, ATF supervisor. So that's the same guy that if he was going to call, I believe they're stationed out of Fargo. I think the guy that I knew has retired now. But he was a good guy, uh, the guy that I knew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he there's some good people in there. They but, are. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. they just just following orders, man. Yep. Now, he also said, uh, Mr. Van Hoos, that he estimates his store generates between 1,500 and 2,000 forms a year. Now, I don't mean that's just gun sales. You might have multiple gun sales on, on your form. And that's been pretty consistent. But he said, except for when China virus was going on, then then there was a gun sales boom. And I'm guessing that's where the IRS looked at this big spike and said, oh, wait a second, this guy, he's making all kinds of money and he didn't report it. And that's a, I'm, I'm about positive that's what happened. Uh, well, they just the re- assumed that looking at the FFL transfers that he must have made all this money and that ain't the case. One of the reasons he claims, Clay, is when, apparently he's a big uh, online sales and he claims his biggest sales are like um, ARs and, and you know, oh. I, I hate to say it, AKs, but. <laughs> but yeah that style and he claims that's why they that's why they're uh that's why they they kind of singled him out apparently and we got we got congressman rat matt rosendale from from montana and montana Tur- attorney general austin knutson which i've actually heard austin knutson i told clay this um he's been on a gun podcast the guy's awesome he's like a real gun dude he's he's, he's one of us for sure but i but, think leon's um, got it completely he says they're building he a get? database. He's oh, building a sure. database, guys. He's been I've been saying this for, for a minute now. And absolutely, that's what this is about. See, you cannot build one. They they are barred by law, the ATF, from building a database and a registration. But if you got your buddies at IRS doing it and they confiscate this stuff on a on a warrant that it wasn't even listed on. By the way, this was not listed on the warrant, the, the 4473 form. I mean, how better way to build a, a shadow registration? I think they Absolutely. just got together and made this crap up and thought this is a great yep. way. We're just going to make get some. 
um, trumped up charge, just like they did against yeah. Trump. And then we'll just go in there and take what the hell we want. And w- who's going to stop us? And nobody. Well, that's exactly uh, that, that. That's a lot of it. I do like how he. So they reached out to to the agent in charge and asked about the 4473s. He did get a call back from IRS's Karen Gurgle. She's the special agent and public information officer in Denver. And all mm-hmm. she said was that the raid was part of an IRS was part of IRS official business and that Mr. Van Hoos got a receipt for all the records that were taken on Wednesday. So mm-hmm. they took mm-hmm. they took things that weren't on the warrant. And that's all she has to say. She don't care. Like most of them, they don't care about the law. They don't care about the Constitution. No, nope. they don't care about none of it. They are the fist that's going to rule over you. And that is the problem. That's what we're seeing. That's why you have the weaponization of all these alphabet agencies, mm-hmm. FBI, ATF, IRS. I mean, what the hell does IRS need to spend like over millions of dollars on firearms and ammunition? We're going to get to that a little bit later, too. So, so anyway, yeah. Van Hoos confirmed he got the receipt. Then he uh, he basically got his uh, his congressman involved in the Montana Attorney General, Austin Knudsen. And I'm glad he did because uh, I think he's going to need their help. I really do. Oh, for sure. And like I said, the, the Knutes and this guy, this guy's real. He's not some phony Second Amendment guy. I've heard him talk. Well, he, he's. I'll put this up. Here's his Twitter. This is uh, this is Rosendale, and he goes, "I met with Tam Van Hoos this morning after 20 armed IRS agents raided his store in Great Falls earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Tom informed me that these agents confiscated all the 4473 forms, none of which contain any financial information. Instead, the IRS now has access to these forms." And he had some other tweets on there as well. And he was absolutely right, basically, you know, saying that uh, under the director, Dettelbach's leadership of the ATF, a pattern. Big anti gunner, Steve Dettelbach, ran for office in Ohio, massive anti gunner, assault weapons ban, semi auto ban. He loves all the crap. And now he's the head of ATF and knows nothing, nothing of guns. Uh, if you caught the congressional hearings, <laughs> I, if you didn't watch them, most people aren't like me. They're not a yeah. junkie like I am. That guy doesn't know jack squat about and firearms, other than he guy, wants to ban them. The guy Biden fired from the ATF um, was with the ATF for many years. He went to uh, the SHOT Show in Vegas and was friendly with gun with the gun companies, which you should be for the ATF. Yep. Um, Giffords, all these uh, Second Amendment prohibition organizations got pissed, had a meeting with Biden. Guess what? Biden goes, fires a black ATF director because he was talking to the gun companies, which you should do. You have to. That, yes. That's your job. But they want him just to be a complete a-hole to these companies and, and drop the hammer on him. And Biden yep. didn't like that. So he fired a black Probably. guy because he's a racist and then put Dettelbach in there because he's yep. massive uh, sec- anti-Second Amendment. And and it's proven. I mean, he's he's been proving his colors ever since he got in there and and uh i you know i believe rosendell said the right thing and he wrote a letter to that director and basically called him mm-hmm. out says the harassment against hard-working americans has emerged montanans will not montanans will not tolerate these political witch hunts i remind both the director dettelbach and commissioner werfel that congress has the power of the purse and i will ensure that funding for these agencies is not weaponized against the american people mm-hmm. and that's what he said in his letter and uh, Kevin, May, Kevin from our buddy from Pennsylvania, he says IRS equals Nazi. Yeah, in a lot of ways. And I agree with Matt here too. Matt Simon, Nix is a Trojan horse for registration and confiscation. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah, everyone's chiming in here. <laughs> IRS is the world's largest mafia. You pay them or they put you in jail. And they will yeah. send men with guns to do it, by the way. Mm -hmm. And we already seen that one. And I like, Doug made a good point here. He says if they had a constitutional sheriff, he should have called him and they should have kicked him out. Absolutely. Right. Um, you know, and you take like 20 agents that came in like that. You know, I, I can imagine if you had a sheriff like Corey Lee over there in Stark County, I imagine he would have uh, activated his boys. They got a SWAT team, probably got a little help, and then we'd have had a confrontation. I know if I was a sheriff, we'd have a confrontation, and they'd, they'd be sitting in my jail by the end of that confrontation. Uh, yeah, they have I mean, no no jurisdiction in my in my county. Talk to your deputies and say, "Here's all it's going to go, guys." Absolutely, you know, we're we're doing we're doing what we're what we're rightfully able to do by the law, and, and that's what we're going to do. We're going to defend the people that that were that you know. That we're here to serve and protect. <laughs> yeah, Brian, you're right. He says, pisses me off that you even have to look this information up. Had this gone a way of uncooperative, yeah, if, if the owner would have not been cooperative, on mm -hmm. the owner's part, it would have been blasted all over the media. You, you're guaranteeing it would because it would have went way different. Yeah. Um, they would have went way different. And yeah, that would have Oh, yeah, like you said, they'd, they'd have made a right wing standoff. As, oh, as, yeah. Anti-government nothing. So I'm going to put this up here. Um, he's going to fight this, Mr. Van Hoos. He said he's definitely going to fight. It's going to be expensive. He figures his legal bills are going to be over $100,000, if not more. He's probably right. So he said, I'm going to establish Easy. a give, send, go campaign. Well, I did find it. Guys, here it's Highwood Crick Outfitters. It's at uh, givesendgo.com backslash Highwood Crick Outfitters. And I'm going to go ahead and share this with you. Um, you see that okay, guys? Yeah, there we go. I'm gonna there you it. go. There you go. As you can see, it's there. Um, it's just pretty. You know, they're looking to raise two hundred thousand. They've raised thir almost fourteen thousand, thirteen eight twelve right now. Um, small mom and pop gun shop to defend against the overreach of the federal government, trying to raise funds for legal fees after the IRS raided. Twenty heavily armed agents came in and closed the shop and spent the majority of their time going through paperwork. You guys can read all this stuff and. Mm -hmm. uh, I can tell you right now, the base retainer is what they're claiming is 25 grand. I don't doubt it. And uh, so hop on there, guys. This is not like uh, the other commie company. Uh, there, I'll put in a plug for commie. <laughs> uh, this is give, send, go. Not For future uh, not reference. For future reference. I might do something on them commie bastards, too. But <laughs> these yeah. guys are okay. And this is for the Highwood Fitters out there in Montana. And I would uh, encourage all of you guys to get on there and uh, give a little donation. I did I did that before we did the show here when I found it because I think it's important that we support guys like this who are going to fight mm -hmm. them because if we don't stick together, no one else is going to help us. And nope. no, so we have to stick together on these and uh, you know, take the bull by the horns and, and rip out the enemy's jungle as far as I'm concerned. So I'll read... Uh, they are enemies. I'm going to read... They are enemies, Clayton. You're 100% right. I'm going to read... And and A.G. Knutson from Montana, I'm going to read a little statement here from him oh, about yep. it. And he, he it sounds like he's right on board with us here. He said, there's a clear and, dis and disrupting, disturbing pattern developing of the Biden administration sending federal agents to harass American gun, gun owners, shops, and manufacturers, Knutson continued. Biden wants to repeal the PLCAA, which mm -hmm. we just talked about, Clay. You just said, yep. yep. So they can shut down gun companies and coerce states to implement red flag laws so firearms can be seized without due process. Now they're sending federal agents door-to-door -door in my state to intimidate people. There's no question about it. This is the most anti-Second Amendment administration in the nation's history. And, and from what I can tell, he's right on the money. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
right on the money on there. Lynette, she says, I would have never thought to call the sheriff. Good to know. You have to have a constitutional sheriff, though. Yeah. I can tell you Otherwise, that. Otherwise, you're just wasting your time. It just does. <laughs> Leon, Leon's got preach it, brother. Thank you, Leon. <laughs> and it's it's the truth. It, it, me, me and Jamie, we're passionate about this. And we pretty much so we're aligned yeah, absolutely. pretty close on this. And and yeah, that's uh, that's it's our passion. And I know Leon is too. It infuriates me when I see stuff like this. I I hope that if I ever face something like that, I stay as calm as this guy did because I don't know if I could. I yeah, it'd be, just, it'd be it'd be hard to. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, but you know, facing 20 agents. And yeah, I got a lot of stuff here, but I don't think I can yeah. take them well, all. Hey, Clay, 20 IRS. That was then there was ATF yeah. guys there too. So yeah, there was ATF on top of that. So yeah. And I would be, I would say this too about um, uh, armed IRS, you know, because a bill that um, Senator, what Joni Ernst, right from Joni Iowa, Ernst, yep. pe- has introduced that in the Senate. Um, here's the deal: a lot of people are saying, "Oh, geez, what the hell would an IRS agent need a gun for?" All right, here's a, here's I'm going to kind of differentiate this a little bit, Clay. Um, people could say that about where I work too, right? Hey, what the hell does a dental technician need a gun for? Well, I don't know what I'm. But here's these guys are showing up. We're paying for their freaking guns, and now they're showing up with AR-15s and body armor. I pay for my own shit. If you want to carry yeah. a pistol and do your IRS job, that's fine. If you got to go in somewhere where you need to do that, there's law enforcement. We already have law enforcement that will do that that they can cooperate with. They don't need their own goddamn SWAT team, just like the, that's right. the Department of Agri- the Department of Agriculture has a freaking SWAT team. Give me a goddamn no. break. The, the freaking U.S. Park Service has one. Did you know that? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. this. Yeah. They're they're doing that because if they know something ever does break out, these people, most of these people are going to be on their team. So that, that's well, what they're doing. And I can tell you, too, I noticed this, this weaponization. I mean, it's been going on for a while, but it's gotten really ramped up. And it all started, I, I really attributed a lot to what the, the Bundy standoff was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then, of course, if you go look at the sheriffs, a lot of sheriffs have uh, they, they've done their duty and said, I will not enforce these things. Mm-hmm. I will protect the people of my county. Mm-hmm. And since that has been happening, do you notice what's happening? The feds are like, hmm. Or states are even passing, counties and states are passing laws and ordinances that says you will not cooperate with the federal agencies that are infringing on the Constitution. And they're right, nor should they. So the feds are just starting to weaponize their own people because they know they can't probably depend on a lot of them, especially in our area. And Kevin points out here, because you notice that they're going, they're, they're starting with states with low populations. They are. But I don't think that's to their advantage, honestly. Here, Clay, did I freeze up on you, Clay, or because you froze up on me there? Oh, really? I don't know. You, you chimed out, but now you're back. Did I? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. well, see, you went out on me, so. Oh, okay. Well, you're back now. We're back on here. Uh, but Okay. I really do believe that, that that's a lot of this. The weaponization of these agencies is they know they can't depend on every local entity. And uh, I'm glad. Now, you come to Carson County or Perkins County, don't worry, feds. They're on your side. They're not with us. <laughs> yeah. And they're going to have to someday draw that line. Um, I have no doubt that both these counties are going to, in their time, see some bad things. And they're going to have to make a choice. And uh I think it's going to be a tuck-tailed run choice is what I think it's going to be. All right, Clay. You got anything you want to cap this off with? Otherwise we're <laughs> going to hit a commercial and then come back with some two-way BPs. No, I think I think we covered it pretty good. And, uh, guys, if you got any questions, go ahead and chime in. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, you, for had, sure. uh, you had a lot of, you're right. You know, Leon may seriously need more sheriffs cut from that cloth. And mm-hmm. we're talking about Corey Lee. I guarantee in Burley County, you don't have one. Nope. The guy who ran against uh, the guy we have now, I, I know him personally and have talked to him. Um, it's unfortunate he lost and a yeah. lot of deputies thought the guy that's in there now, Kelly Levin. I'm not saying he's, he's, a, he's terrible, but man, the guy who was running against him would have been, he would have been a constitutional sheriff, but. Yes, he would have been. And he now came got, to our, remember our rally up there? He was there. Yeah. Yep. For oh. sure. All, All right. right let's, uh, let's thank some sponsors here for the show and then we'll come back with two, a bullet points. Y- yes, sir. The 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads. So now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lower Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud patriotic auto repair service. You bet. And, Absolutely. Uh, and if you go in and patronize any of our sponsors, be sure and tell them you heard it on Guns in the 701. You and you're happy that they that their sponsors of shows that not only support your Second Amendment rights, but we promote your Second Amendment rights here. Oh yeah, absolutely. We we try to do our best to find those companies like Colorado and the Blind Guy to do business with, and uh, I encourage you guys to do the same. Yeah, like I said, if we don't stick together, nobody else is going to help us. So yeah. All right, Clay, you want to go first? You want me to hit this first? Go ahead and you can start this one off. All right. All right. So my first bullet point here, it's pretty short, but um, I don't know, about six years ago, I started not being able to see far very good. So I ended up having to get LASIK. And once I got LASIK, they said, well, you know, you're not going to be able to see close very good. You're probably going to need readers when you're when you're reading. Well, it, got, it was worse than that. And I kind of <laughs> stumbled upon this this thing here i don't know where the heck i found this thing but i did it's called um ipal and this was developed by a guy named charlie summers who who, who's retired from uh, from mit okay and it's a big college out east you know a bunch of smart people go there i guess as an (laughs) as an optical specialist it's like a little patch i watched the youtube video on this thing too you can put it on, on on your on your shooting glasses or your regular reading glasses and they swear, and this is an article from Guns Magazine I was reading, Clay, that mm-hmm. you can see the rear sight, the front sight, and your target downrange. It makes like a little peep hole really? thing over here, and it's good for rifle, pistol, shotgun, bow hunters. It, it was twenty four ninety five when I read the article. I looked now; it's twenty nine. It's thirty dollars now. Okay, but um, I, I tell you what, I'm going to order this thing and try it because I I can still shoot pistol if it's light out pretty good especially mm-hmm. like the full-framed ones like my M&P with a five-inch barrel. Right. But uh, the shorter ones, and if, if it's low light, it, it's kind of hard for me to see the sights. I'm, I mean, trust me, I can I can still hit a pretty small target, but it's more <laughs> point and shoot. But I'm going to try this thing, and if it's it would be good for, for like zeroing your rifles or if you're doing a test on something. But I'm going to try this thing. You can go to like I, uh, ipalusa.com, E-Y-E-P-A-L-U-S-A.com check this thing out or go on like i said you they got youtube yeah. videos on it so 
I'll have Give to the, check that out myself. Yeah, yeah, I know, and, you know, because we're not not young anymore, man. No. I mean, getting older is just is just part of it. I'm 52, and and and, and my close vision is not going to be getting any better. So no, my, my long, my, my long, I can see my, great long range, but my long is good. Uh, but yeah, you know, well, I'm using readers now. That's yeah, just, that's, that's what this thing is. They say put it on, put it, put on your shooting glasses, and you're going to see short. I mean, the guy from Guns, what's his, what's his quote here at the end? He says, uh, uh, pretty much, okay, he said, uh, I'm telling you, just do it. You can thank me later to buy the thing. So <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to try I'm gonna, I'm going to try it. You can reuse this thing. It says, like, this little patch you can get. You, you can reuse this thing, like, a hundred times, really? it says. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't, like, stick on it, and you got to scratch it. Apparently, you can peel it off and put it in. So and like I said, it works for bow hunting too. So if you're a bow hunter and you're having you're struggling, and they they put a little thing on there how you can see the your. What was that your, website again, Jamie? That was ipalusa.com. E y e p a l u s a dot com. Go ahead and spell that out again. I'm going to put it up here. So. Yep. E y e y e. I think okay. I said a last time. E y e like i p a l u s a dot com. All right. There we go. I'll just go ahead and put it up there. There it is, guys. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna buy them. I'm gonna try it. If anybody's tried them and 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 you're listening, then go ahead and go and put it in the comments and say don't do it. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm tired. And it's you know if it and works, I did check something out here, guys. So I just took this off. We are live on our website. So uh, if uh, if if all else fails, we have that backup going on. Yeah. I Leon, I agree with you, man. Tritium works good, or the True Glows. I can see them awesome, but like, if I want to zero my gun in, and I'm and I want to make sure it's on <laughs> with irons, yeah, I mean, for thirty bucks, I'm I'm gonna give it a go for sure. So Dan's got a. We'll put this up here. Bismarck Mandan Rifle and Pistol Association is holding a USPSA pistol match at their Moffett Range on Saturday, June twenty fourth. So just in a few days here at ten o'clock, and I imagine that's Central Time. Um, Dan, if you happen to have one of their uh, flyers, we'd go ahead and send it. Yeah, uh, we'll post either it. of us on our email, and we'll post it. Uh, but uh, yeah, we'll and we'll mention that Friday. We can mention that on Todd's show too. So definitely mention. Hundred percent. That. That's good. Yeah, awesome. Again, That'd for the awesome. listeners on our on our i on iHeart and uh, downloads from the podcast, Bismarck Mandan Rifle and Pistol Association USPSA Pistol Match at the Moffett Range Saturday, June twenty fourth. At ten o'clock a.m. Central Time, so yeah, it'll be a great time. I'm sure Dan will be there. I have plans that day, so I know I won't be there. I uh, I won't be going anywhere. I got a lot of people showing up here on Saturday. Dan is um, fairly handy with his with his sidearm too, as yes, I noticed on two eight day. I was he, pretty. He's was very humble, but his... Dan's very proficient. Yeah, I was I was pretty nice. impressed with Dan's um, speed and accuracy yep. with which he could shoot his handgun. So that was oh, we did have awesome. a question from Jay Titan. He goes, "What what's your guys's preferred hollow points for your handguns?" Not sure if I asked this before. I don't think you have, but uh... I uh, mine. I actually for accuracy and, and expansion, I've just found like the Remington, my nine millimeter, one hundred fifteen grain jacketed hollow points. Worked, worked awesome and if you watch the ballistic gel test that axe and i did i think it was in march um he shot i think those are 115 grain sig hollow points 
and if you we pulled it out of the ballistics gel that thing was awesome that, oh, yeah, that was perfectly go, go check out those videos yeah pretty cool. yeah penetrated i think 13 or inches or something like that so we're yeah. actually i think axe and i are doing a, another ballistics gel this weekend so stay tuned awesome. right we're going to try the 22 um home defense four or five different rounds in it so yeah absolutely so matt find- he puts up here too he's got a comment matt simon I'm old enough to remember when Obama had the Social Security Administration oh, yeah. hundreds and thousands of rounds of ammo. A lot of the same faces in Resident Biden's oh. administration. I like that, Resident Biden's administration. So, yeah. <laughs> Love that. That's great. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, and they haven't stopped. They still, from what I've seen in the last budget, they're still doing it. So, But we're going to be talking about a little bit of that stuff when we get here to the Second Amendment bullet points. So. All right, Clayton, you're up on yours. Go for it. Well, all right. Well, one of mine happened to be Senator Joni Ernst's bill. Um, that's why when you mentioned that, uh, she mm-hmm. is, she's uh, she's she's had it, uh, basically. And, and I'm glad that uh, we're seeing something. <laughs> I, I should be laughing. <laughs> Kevin, he, just, he just put in there, he says, uh, that's great. He just put in there lung blowers. <laughs> lung blowers, man. <laughs> that's the Biden lung blowers. And don't forget, around. Clay, Biden said he's never going to stop trying to ban nine millimeters. Nope. He'll keep it. He'll keep trying to ban them all, and it ain't just nine millimeters. They want every gun everywhere from everyone except them themselves. Rules for thee, not for thou. Yes, anyway, sir. she's proposing legislation. Now, she's from Republican from Iowa to take firearms away from the Internal Revenue Service. And, major, of course, major gun rights groups have quickly threw in support behind the plan. One of them is the Citizens Committee, Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. I do know a little bit. They're they're a small group. They do some good things, but they don't have enough membership to really, what do you mm-hmm. want to say, have a lot of clout. Maybe yeah. at a local level, they're, they probably do. And they're, that's yeah, fine. they're more of a of a court case kind of thing. Yeah. Alan Gottlieb's the main guy there. So, is Hunter Biden a felon or what? Um, well, we're gonna get nope. to that. So he's not. But yeah, uh, basically they they issued a statement. They go, "Why does the IRS have guns?" Act is what they're gonna be calling this. So mm-hmm. I I do like that idea. And it is a good question. Now, kind of piggybacking off what you said, as far as them carrying a sidearm, that, that probably doesn't bother me much uh, like any right. other. Right. I, I don't know if they're classified as law enforcement, though. I guess I should I'll try to check that out. If yeah, not, that I would not got, be in favor of for sure. Well, and if they're not, then they don't need a gun. Like I said, if you want to do that, get a warrant, then you get local law enforcement That's to do right. it or a sheriff. So or, or They truly don't really need them because they do yeah. have that. And that's your checks and balances, like we're talking about the sheriffs. They're the top law enforcement guy in the county. So if an IRS agent comes in and uh, a tyrannical one, like what we just saw in Montana, yeah, I'd like the I'd like them to have to go to your sheriff or your local. I'll uh, break it down a little little simpler. What happened in Montana, Clay? The IRS came in there, like you said, all battle rattled up and geared Mm -hmm. up with ATF, and they what they did, they walked in and they opened their fly and hung it out in front of the state. What they did. Yeah, they didn't tell nobody nothing. They just walked Down, in and did it. Simple put, that's exactly what they did. Yep. I bet you this guy didn't do anything wrong. This is a I mean, flex they were, is all it is. They were waiting there for him in the morning when he went to open up. Yep. So, yep. It's a flex, man. So anyway, so she, here's what they ask. Why has the IRS spent millions of dollars on weapons and ammunition since the start of the China virus pandemic three years ago? Good question. And then according to the published report, the agency spent $2.3 million on ammunition. $1.2 million on ballistic shields, $243,000 on body armor, and $475,000 on Smith & Wesson rifles. 
which I'm sure are the M&P and AR-15s. Yep. Yep. $463,000 on Beretta tactical shotguns. One has to wonder whether the IRS agents are working for the taxpayers or preparing to go to war with them. Yeah, I'm just going <laughs> to say, keep in mind what Clay's talking about is the IRS, not the SWAT this, team. Yeah, this is just the IRS. The worst yeah. thing people should ever face from the IRS is an audit, not a firing squad. That's a good, I like that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's a t-shirt or a bumper sticker. <laughs> that is a good one, actually. So Ernst announced her legislative proposals in a news release and offered a few details about what will be in the bill. She wants to prohibit the IRS from buying, receiving, or storing guns and ammunition, transfer all firearms and ammunition currently in the IRS's possession to the General Services Administration. That's the GSA, and that's kind of the, the clearinghouse for the government. I'll Auction off these guns. I'll handle it. Yeah, I'll take it too. <laughs> Auction off these guns and ammo to federally licensed firearms retailers and devote the proceeds to deficit reduction. <laughs> That's funny. Nice. And relocate the IRS criminal investigation division to the Justice Department, which is probably where that belongs. Your IRS agents should be, um, I would say, like the detectives. They go, they do the footwork, they do the investigation, mm -hmm. and then they're going to send recommendations to, well, the criminal investigation division, I'm guessing. But really, shouldn't that be handled in the Justice Department? I mean, by that at that point, it becomes criminal, right? So that's probably where that should be handled. But, you know, government, they don't do it that way. Especially um, this one. Yeah. So basically, the, I don't know, when you add it all up, since 2020, the agency, IRS only, spent $10 million since 2020. $10 million. Hush. Three Ten million years. on guns and ammo. I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> crazy for an organization that doesn't like guns. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. So here's some of the. I like what she pointed out here too. She's got since 2006, in the report she got a hold of, 103 rank and file agencies outside the Department of Defense spent 3.7 billion on guns. Billion with a B, guys, on guns, ammunition, and military style equipment. 27 of those agencies are your traditional law enforcement, you know, like Department of Justice, Department of Homeland Security, mm -hmm. things like that. 76 agencies are the, as they describe in this article, pencil pushing regulatory agencies, <laughs> things like the EPA, Social Security Administration, like Matt was talking about, mm -hmm. Veterans Affairs, that's an interesting one. The Internal Revenue Service, Health and Human Services. What in the hell? Would a mm -hmm. health and human service person need a bunch of firepower for? Department of Transportation and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Those are just some of the ones that are listed in these reports. So you got USDA people that are basically arming themselves. When we talk about the alphabet agencies going rogue, guys, here they are. I mean, I, I don't like that at all. They, they have no reason to have that stuff as far as I'm concerned. Right. Uh, Senator Erst remarked that the tax man is fully loaded at the expense of the taxpayer as the Biden administration has worked to expand the size of the IRS. Any further weaponization of this federal agency against hardworking Americans and small businesses is a grave concern. I am working to disarm the IRS and return these dollars to address reckless mm -hmm. spending in Washington. End of her quote. So I, he, I like what she's doing there. Really I'll do. add real quick once again. If if somebody's listening and goes, "Oh, geez, JD, you and Claire are some real hypocrites. You want everybody to have guns." As I said, if you're an IRS agent and you want to carry a gun, that's fine. But I'm not paying for it, and I'm not paying for your. I don't want to pay for your freaking body armor. 
none of your other crap. If you want to buy yourself mm -hmm. a, a handgun or if you're going to get yourself a, a truck gun and leave it in your truck, by all <laughs> yeah. means, you pay for it, not me. And you don't get freaking uh, law enforcement powers like Clayton was talking about. If you need law enforcement, you call law enforcement. Call That's why they're there. You, the IRS is the IRS. Yeah, you guys aren't door kickers, man. Let, let's get real here. You want to yeah. carry something to defend yourself, or if something goes wrong, I'm totally cool with that. Same reason I carry a gun all the time. Yep. Leon's right. They're gearing up against the future Bundys and the Lavoys, and then and absolutely for the first time ever, I watched a, a a live in action assassination of a U.S. citizen, and that was a Lavoy Finnegan. Um. I, I actually seen that video as it was playing out. I remember oh, yeah. that it was happening, and it was on. Yep. <laughs> in this world of technology, it was it was in live action, and that was how anyone can take anything away from that other than the fact that he came out with his hands up, surrendering, and they shot him. They just shot him. Uh, you can't take anything else away from that. Now, I haven't nearly even watched the videos since that have been released. I watched it live. I don't need to watch them. I mm -hmm. seen what happened. They. They assassinated him to make a point. Yeah, they absolutely yep. did. Oh, yeah, they just unloaded on him. So Gene Cox, he's got on here. He goes, regulatory agencies don't need guns. I absolutely agree. Absolutely agree. And then he, he followed that up with, we're dealing with the law-abiding, not the law-breaking. Absolutely. Yep, yep. I'm just going to throw some of these comments. Yeah, go Keith, for it, Clayton. Keith, hey, thanks for sir. Keith's a, a veteran and uh, a hell of a good guy. Sure makes you wonder what they're planning for. Absolutely, Keith. I think you guys know what they're planning for. Um, they just they know they can't go in and do it just yet. Cut the head off the snake, the body will die, well, generally. <laughs> yep. Hey, Dan, I got your text here, buddy. He sent me some screenshots. Oh, so awesome. Yeah. So we we'll get them up on the, we'll get them up on our Facebook page and tell and you what, Twitter. Jamie, email them to me. I might even be able to get them on the show yet tonight here. Okay, hold on here. Uh, Jay Tight, unfortunately, with the society we live in today, when you cut the head off the snake, it grows back, or there's another snake to take its place. And Keith, like Ruby Ridge, yeah, yeah I, that's what I was thinking of exactly, Ruby Ridge. And guys, this ain't the first time. I mean, North Dakota had their little incident. Do you guys remember that little deal? And uh, when you look back at that, you know, they made him out to be, they made that whole family out to be just crazy people, you know, posse comitatus things, just insane anti-government but uh, i think they had a hell of a good point and that was about that was about taxes and control and power and overreach and that's exactly and they shot them guys so i didn't blame them for arming themselves when you go back and look at that so yeah on that keith we know what their plan is yep and leon's got on here they were shooting before he got the got out two women yeah they uh, were freaking they had the video inside the truck yeah. you hear the bullets hitting it i know they were then they went I mean, in the he, ditch. They blocked the one ditch. He got out with his and, hands up, and, they, and that's where they got him. And they they baited him into this. He thought he was going to meet. He thought he was heading for a meeting. Um, I don't yeah, know if it was true. with them. Yeah. And, and they basically lied to him, and they ambushed him on the way there. That's what happened here. Yep. And they killed him. I, I, they, they didn't defend themselves. They were shooting. The, they were shooting at that pickup. You could hear the bullets hitting that pickup because mm -hmm. that daughter, I think it was his daughter, wasn't it? She, she was the one yeah. that was broadcasting live. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they had every intention to kill that man. Yep. And They did it. They so the, the our federal government murdered Lavoy Finnegan, and you can't convince me. Like I said I watched it live happening, and uh, you can't convince me otherwise. Well, I'm not going to try because I tend to agree with you. So. <laughs> Marty Beard, never forget 
Lavoy. That, that's right. And then actually his name, Lavoy Finnegan. Um, All right, Clay. I forget him. I emailed those to you if you get okay. them from. But uh, all right, so what do we got here? Eight twelve. I tell you what, I got one, qu- one more quick one here. Unless you want to move on. Nope. Go ahead. All right, so we got one coming to us here from from Utah. Um, Utahns dropped off the unwanted firearms at the Christian United Methodist Church, where professionals took the firearms apart. And a quote here from one of these people: Even the most skilled gunsmith couldn't make this service this a serviceable weapon. <laughs> This gun will never hurt anyone because now it's just a chunk of metal, said one of the volunteers. The center will ship pieces to a Colorado organization called RAW Tools that will turn guns into spades or matok. I don't know what a matok is, actually. You can purchase online. It's a great alternative to selling them for people who just don't want their guns to possibly be out on the street, said Julie Peck Dabbling, a member of the church. This is what here's here's what gets me right here, Clay. It's a way to make sure that we are foregoing peace and we are forging peace in society. Um, really? So taking gun really? Clay, was there remind me again, was there mass murders and violence when guns weren't around? Uh yes, there was. Okay. So uh <laughs> Julie Peck dabbling, not happening. You're you're living in the fantasy world. And we see this as a means of preventing gun violence. Yeah, it might do that a little bit, but is it going to prevent any more violence? The violence is going to stay the same. It's it's in people's minds, not not the tools they're using. So, hey, a oh, Maddox yeah. is a pickaxe. We got we got great listeners. Okay, thank you, Keith. <laughs> Appreciate that. So the guy, the guy who I, I take that back. This gal didn't say it. The guy who said this about forging peace in society, and we see it. This is I mean, yeah, it was said by Terry. This guy's got a weird last name. Gila Filiani, <laughs> board chair of Gun Violence Prevention Center of Utah. You're not preventing nothing. Uh, anyway, yeah, I just had to get that in there because I thought that was a, something ridiculous. They always think if you're going to be- stop ban guns, you're going to stop violence. Doesn't happen. Yeah, doesn't happen. Never happens. Absolutely. No, no. All right, Clay. Do we? Well, we don't have to. No, we don't do one. We're no one more yet. We're going to wait on that. All right. What are we going to do, Clay? We got. Uh, oh, we'll go to- we got. We'll go to the Clay's Comedy Company, but first let's uh, let's uh, thank one of our sponsors here. And, uh, All right. Here we go. The 701 is proud to be sponsored by Lauer Auto Repair, located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. If you can't stop by, feel free to give them a call at 701-258-6308. Doug and the guys are ardent Second Amendment supporters and will always shoot straight with service and fair pricing. It's been a long winter with lots of snow, ice, and rough roads. So now's the time to get that alignment checked from the curb shots, potholes, and bumpy snow-covered roads. Summer will be here before you know it, so get that rig scheduled for an AC charge. Make sure and tell the guys at Lowry you heard the sponsored guns in the 701 and thank them for supporting and promoting our Second Amendment civil right. That's Lower Auto Repair, 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota, 701-258-6308. Your North Dakota proud, patriotic auto repair service. And again, thanks to Lawler Auto Repair. They do a great job down there. So we want to thank Axe and the boys for giving us great service, supporting the Second Amendment, and supporting guns in the 7-1. Thanks to Lawler Auto Repair. Stop in there, guys. They'll do a great job for you. And like I said, get that AC going. Uh, it's been <laughs> hot. Get her going. <laughs> oh, so Leon. <laughs> Leon says, I had it right the first time. Gal, not a guy. Beta at best. <laughs> yeah, you're right, Leon. <laughs> Thanks for correcting me, brother. You are 100% right there. <laughs> oh, That's Marty great. Beard. MK Ultra alive and well in the USA. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. 
What's Matt say here? Matt Simon, God rest Lavoy. Why do so many government assassinations occur under Democrats? Yeah, Waco Ruby. Exactly. Because they're the commie tyrants. Period. Um, and that's where we're at. We, you know, Clay and Buck for suicides. Yeah, we're for su- four <laughs> suicides. But, you know, I, I was listening to Clay and Buck's show today in the tractor, and uh, they made the comment that uh, we're probably in a soft tyranny. I think we're beyond that. I think we're just in tyranny. It just hasn't went hardcore yet. I, mm-hmm. I really do. Mm-hmm. And uh, that that's my belief. But who, who do I know, right? <laughs> so, a lot. All right. Well, here we go. <laughs> Hold we on. I'll get Doug said, well, oh. Doug, I got to admit to you, uh, I know Luke 2236, but I don't know Joel 310. I don't either. I need Eric on here. <laughs> we got stickers with, with Luke 2236 on. So uh, anyway, Clay, do your thing and somebody's gonna let us know what, what uh Joel I'm 310 really is. Well, yes. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right. It's Clay's comedy. <laughs> I just I, I thought you can go a little longer, but okay. Oh, I just did a short one here today. Kind of liking that. I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Anyway, so my commie company of the week is Dick Sporting. Yeah, and they are commie cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? What is that? Says, meme see, there? Dick's attacked the. The Second Amendment, see Dick sales drop. <laughs> Dick <laughs> and, and Jane more. reference, obviously. Yes, Dick from, and Jane yeah. reference. And, uh, yeah, so uh, it did, too. You know, I, this was after what Parkland shooting, if I remember right. They got on the, you know, and they've always been on the fence anyway and decided they're not going to sell ARs mm-hmm. anymore. So they got mm-hmm. rid of their ARs. And I don't, I think what they did is they didn't necessarily, like, ship them all out. Well, they did like Walmart too, didn't they? They quit selling 223 yep. and nine millimeter long yeah, blowers. Yeah, well, Walmart's a commie company. I just haven't done them yet. <laughs> I, I do my best not to shop there. And it's too bad because when Sam Walton started that store, he was like to the core USA. Oh, made. yeah. He was a conservative. He was a good guy. But everybody since then, and, and his own kids and, and heirs, now they're complete libtards. Yep. But Dick's is uh they went right. I mean, they are sporting goods stores. They were exact. They were the competition to things like Shields and Cabela's, mm-hmm. and they decided to quit selling ARs. You know, there's a smart marketing plan. Uh, they must have <laughs> maybe they hired the same one that Bud Light's got now. I don't know, but they <laughs> did lose a bunch of income revenue. But I mean, they still Big stayed time. in business. So they, people still go there and buy you know their football. Well, you, you do remember they had to file for bankruptcy protection though. I didn't know that. Okay, yes. good. And okay, that, here that we was... go. We got we got an answer for us on Joel three ten from oh, Doug Thompson Clayton. Yep. All right. I'll I do. I have definitely heard this swords. one. There we go. And I'll tell you I, what, I, we might have to do do another uh, decal. Beat your plowshares yeah. into ARs. That's right. Yeah, right in an <laughs> AR, man. <laughs> but anyway, with Dicks, uh, they they did. They lost a ton of money, and they were already having issues. They're just their their marketing strategy was horrible. I couldn't believe it when they were building that store to the north of Bismarck. And I hope every, every time I drive by, I don't see nobody there. Maybe a couple cars. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know how they're in business. That. But then they, they finally decided to do away with guns altogether. From uh, I did hop right, on their website right. today. They don't have guns. But you know what they do have? they got the toys. they got BB guns and airsoft rifles that look like guns. Oh. So they're okay, I guess, with selling 
replicas of guns to kids. I guess that's okay. Well, you reminded me of something, Clay. What's that? What kills more people every year, bats or AR-15s? That'd be bats. And what does Dick still sell? Baseball oh, bats. Oh, so they now, they are they are retailers of assault weapons still. Ooh. How about that? Hey, there. I should call them up tomorrow and ask them if I can get one of their assault weapon bats. <laughs> but hey, anyway. Can I get one of them uh, D. Marinis with that 30-round assault clip magazine? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's just it. So you have this company right there in your backyard in Bismarck. Um, they're everywhere, guys, and so many of these chain deals. So when I hopped on their website, they have this whole thing about their inclusion and diversity uh, oh, segment. Good. You click on that, and I mean, yeah. their, their sponsors and their affiliates and their team members are like a who's who of, of liberals. So they have went completely woke. They were concerned about their ESG score. which Oh, like, boy, God. yeah. I just environment, social governance is, is what I think that was. I remember. Yep. That's what that Govern, governance. For. Yeah. I know Daryl talked like, about it quite a bit. You know, he does a good job on that. I don't know why anybody would willfully go in there and spend their money. I mean, I it's up to you. I'm not so, going to, I won't spend one dime there. So the quick thing today, Clay, um, Todd was playing intro music. It was a twisted sister and okay. <laughs> him and Dale were kind of jamming to it. So I sent Todd a, a quick message. If you remember, Reminded. you and I did that thing on D Snyder. Remember he said, nobody should have weapons of war, but good old D Snyder leader, twisted sister, um, big fan of the 1911 45 caliber, massive weapon of war, the, the 1911. And he said, use a shotgun to defend your home. Well, guess what, Clay, you and I both broke that out too. 12 gauge yep. shotgun weapon of war killed many people so hypocritical beyond belief oh, yeah, which absolutely. i told todd i sent him the links and todd's like oh really <laughs> yeah i agree and i'm like hey todd we all feed the beast but when they're just outright a-hole anti-2a turds like that man that's easy for me to say no to them you know absolutely and, and it's too bad I, you know i wish all these entertainers would shut up for one they don't know nothing man, i disagree them. with you Clay. Well, I, want them to, I want them to say that so i know that i'm not cutting my own throat with them no, but now I can't watch or, or listen to anything hardly. Yeah, I mean, it does suck. <laughs> like I said, the ones that aren't, like, super outspoken or don't say anything, like, but if they're just complete D-bags about it, I'll be like, yeah, there's no, like, Robert De Niro, that little sod out. Oh, that little, yeah. Here's the whole verse. Beat your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Train even your weaklings to be warriors. That's nice. great advice. I like that. I see that. I like as a that Joel sticker. 310. Really that damn sure ain't Joel Heitkamp 310. <laughs> no. I mean, it's just as good as this one. It yeah. Really is. <laughs> yeah. You got any of them and stickers G left, by the way? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. If everybody's listening on the podcast, uh, we had a decal made up with the AR 15 on there. And Jesus said, if you don't have an AR 15, sell your garments and buy one. Luke 2236. And yes, before everyone gets mad. Yes, we know that we changed the word. Yeah, yeah, that was on purpose. Yes, if you don't have a sword, sell your sell your cloak, and buy yep. one is what the original. So, and Matt makes a good point here. He says it went really hardcore on the on. I I refuse to call it COVID. I call it China virus because that's what it was. It come from China. China. But anyway, it and Listen, it did. It's from China. That's why I call it China virus. China. China. And I'm telling <laughs> you what that that was a pivotal point, and uh, I'm glad that I'll be able to tell my. You know, tell my kids and my grandkids uh, someday exactly what happened. Well, we're still true bloods, man. You're still a true That's blood right. American. If I'm, you're a, not... I'm a pure blood. I don't have no, I don't have the shot, the clot shot in my veins at all. So. All right, Clayton, hold on. I'll see if you recognize this. 
Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute here. Uh, Dix, you know what you are? Nasty person. <laughs> <laughs> I love when we have that queued up just whenever yeah. we need it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here we go. Here's what we got going next. So hang yeah. on right here. <laughs> yeah, never baby. Old. Never gets yeah, old. Yeah, baby. Uh, if you're new to the show, that's the that's the happy ending uh, intro music of the week. So and you have to this, hop on and take a look at it at least once. You're gonna. Oh, for sure. Story. Good stuff right there. Oh, so, Caden. I have to throw this one out here. Caden is a classmate of my youngest, 14 yep. years old. Here's his. He, he says more people die a year from falling coconuts than they are 15s. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, man, he's probably. He, I'm not gonna argue with that. He's. I mean, probably right. Probably right. I love it that we got kids like that that are paying attention and and chiming in. Yeah, That's great. Awesome. All right, man. So this week's happy ending comes to us from uh, Avondale, Arizona. So at around 5 a.m. on January 18th, a man came into a gas station in Avondale, Arizona, with his face covered, mumbling something about rob and money, and then pointed a gun at the clerk and at a customer. However, when the suspect became distracted by another customer, the clerk drew his own firearm and shot the assailant. The would-be robber was taken to a hospital in critical condition, and neither the clerk nor customers were hurt in the incident. While mainstream media accounts often quoted an employment attorney advising clerks against arming themselves, the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics has found that about two-thirds of workplace homicides involved robbers. So they're telling you not to do anything, but two-thirds of the time you get murdered anyways. Yeah, so we might as well try to so save yourself, the, right? So the clerk here at the store, here's what he said, Clay. He said, hey, I'm not happy I had to shoot him. But I'm not stressing. The moment he pulled the gun on me, he set the situation, and I just followed it up and finished it. He made the situation what it was. Police indicated that the clerk would not be charged. That, my friends, is definitely a happy ending. happy ending of the week. I love that one. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, I I don't know what to say. Everyone, until you're in that situation, you'll never know. I can tell you, I have, like I've told people before, I've told it on this show, I have had to draw my personal protection firearm three times. And I guarantee you, I meant it. Um, luckily, they backed down and, and it was the end of it. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I know I'd have shot I, and then I'd have suffered the consequences because I guarantee you there would have been some, no matter how innocent I was, um, <laughs> it wouldn't have mattered. I guarantee yeah. you, you are going to be arrested. And I'm sure Dan can probably back that up. Most times when you use your firearm in self-defense, even in a standard ground state, you're probably going to be at least detained and, and questioned. I have no doubt. Um, but just remember, you got the you got the law on your side and you got the truth on your side. Mm-hmm. And, and I will always protect me, my family, my friends before I care about what's going to happen. So we're we're missing some comments here. I see Leon's oh. about to go off the bottom here. I like the comments tonight, man. They're making me laugh. Matt Simon, ban high capacity assault Louisville sluggers for the kids. Hey, if it saves just one life, Matt, just, just do life. it. <laughs> Kevin says he's a pure blood. Me too, man. Absolutely. Uh, Gene, I love celebs making thirty million telling me about oppression while wearing shoes made by slave labor in third world countries. Exactly. Yep. Oh, exactly. The, the hypocrisy is more than I can bear. <laughs> Keith O'Donnell, Clay's like Trump. 
they're out to get him. Some days I feel that way. (laughs) Some days I feel that way. Uh, Leon's never been poked either. Not in that uh, way, anyway. Not in that way, huh? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not even going to say anything there. There's some thoughts, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> uh, Doug says, ban black bats. That's oh, right. Oh, absolutely. D Marini's are, man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said. D brought back my old softball days. So. Well, with that, uh, what do we got coming up here this week? Uh, I know yeah, so you guys want to catch us on other places uh, every Friday at at six or seven forty a.m. or seven forty a.m. Mountain Time, eight forty a.m. Central Time. We're going to be on Mitchell in the morning on KFYR five fifty a.m. Radio or on iHeart. You can catch iHeart KFYR is on there too. This week, Clay, we usually got three subjects on Todd's show. First thing we're going to hit on. Anti-gunner sentenced to 15 months in federal prison for threatening Representative Lauren Boebert. And the guy who got massive anti-gunner, massive. I'm actually shocked Biden let this guy get get, get in trouble with the law. After that, oh boy, here we go. EHD has been discovered in Florida. Oh the animal cops, the animal cops found out. <laughs> and guess what? When you listen and you find out how they how they discovered it, they wouldn't have discovered it. It was, it was a complete accident. They wouldn't even know any HD was there. And last but not least, Minnesota Deer Hunters Association is going to skip the 2023 Governor's Deer Opener that Governor Waltz is in. The reason they're doing it, and there's a and we'll get more in depth in it on Todd's show on Friday. Uh, it's because all the gun control he supports in past they couldn't they it's more than they can bear so every <laughs> finally friday what's that clay finally yeah absolutely so yeah this friday 7:40 a.m. mountain time 8:40 a.m. central time mitchell in the morning kfyr 5:50 a.m. and iheart clay and i'll be on there on mitchell in the morning it's about 20 minute segment yep uh, and I, I really enjoy it. I think Todd's enjoying that. I know that there's been talk of going an hour. So if you like what you're hearing, call him up, let him know. Yeah. Um, hey, guys, Todd I, throws his uh, cell number out there. Send him an yep. email there. Todd Mitchell Sorry. at iHeart. Look it up. Tell him you want to hear uh, Guns in the 701 for an hour because uh, cl- we're in. Just, yeah, just got sent this uh, on Tuesday, June 20th, and there's a lot of people listening from our area. Um, Members of the Corsica County Sheriff's Office and Bureau of Indian Affairs, the police department responded to a report of a white male threatening suicide by cop at a residence in rural Watauga, South Dakota. Prior to, prior to the arrival, the subject left the residence in a vehicle. That's interesting. I don't know any more. Uh, uh, I don't have any more <laughs> details on that. But Watauga is just nine miles here from me here. To, oh, get to ready, Clay. I guess I'm ready, ain't I? <laughs> I'm always ready. Sliding into the hip barn, baby. <laughs> so, just got that sent from some listeners down here. So, anyway. Doug. Uh-oh, Doug. Uh, Leon said, that's racist. Racist. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, them black bats will get you every time. Thank <laughs> so, you, Brian. All yeah, right, Clay, where Brian. can they find us on Monday? Because we missed out on one, did or you? We did. Uh, I guess it was a holiday. I didn't even know it. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> it was, actually. It was, it was guess, actually yeah. Juneteenth. But, yeah. In the crosshairs with J.D. and Clay with host Jay Dillon on KFYR Plus. That's the streaming service. So go to KFYRplus.com or is it KFYR.com? Nope. It's KFYRplus.com. Plus. Com. Not the plus sign. Yep. P-L-U-S dot com. Check them out. Uh, they got some great programming up there. They really do, guys. Uh Yep. No. Absolutely, they do. Jay does so, a great job with that too. It's all. Anyways, hey, they're switching Monday. over. Hey, they're switching oh. over to our service, Clayton. They're not doing. Uh, 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, we're sorry. Yeah, we are working on getting them on restream. Hey, <laughs> caught me off guard there. I know they're working on it. Jay and I tried one day, but uh, it was doing something funky, and I think it has to do mm-hmm. on their end with their engineers. So let yeah. them figure that one out, and hopefully uh, Monday we come on with restream, and that will give us a lot more options too. So Yeah. So every Monday at 11.30 a.m. Mountain Time, 12.30 Central Time, join me and J.D. Uh, with host Jay Dillon. We'll, you can watch it live on kfyrplus.com. Or you can catch the replay on Facebook. And I have, we've been pretty successful at, I've been able to take our restream program, capture that and screen share it. Mm -hmm. And it's been going live and been working pretty smooth. So you'll probably be able to catch it on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and on our website. Yeah. And and not only that, on Todd Show, Clay multicasts that to all of our platforms, just like we do the live stream. And that, we've and, got that down pretty pat. Yeah, we got the time. ticker going on the bottom. So if you know anybody interested in, in doing a sponsorship, Clay and I got a new deal going. We haven't sent anything out or talked to anybody. Yep. There it is right there. I mean, 50 bucks a month will get you We'll get you going on the ticker. We'll mention you. You'll get your logo up here. Yep. And then, you know, and then we just, that's the bottom. That's the that's the bottom line. That's the you bottom can go up line. from there. You can be like, yep. you can be like Auto and then be the big hammer or you can. You know, you we got everything a pretty good from, size hammer like the blind guy, but you know. And uh, a couple people, uh, I guess you got to get back with them. Uh, they wanted a team membership, a yearly thing, mm-hmm. so we cre- I created one. Me and Jamie did here, and uh, so for fifty bucks a year, you can be a Patriot team member. You're gonna get a decal, a leather patch. You're gonna add your team member support to our roster on our website. Uh, we'll also have it on the. What we'll do is on the live stream when we get these guys uh, doing this. That uh, when 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 you guys send your checks, there's a few of you have been. Listening. We're trying once. Hey, well, once our gal gets our thing yep. set up, we can be able to do it on the. And website, any new so. gear, we'll send that out to you easy first. You get a first shot at that before we start mm-hmm. selling it anywhere else. Uh, we do have a thirty-five dollar yearly freedom seeds. Of course, that's everyone. Yeah, I that like that one. <laughs> team <laughs> membership. <laughs> You get a guns and seven one decal. Your name is added to the uh, team member support roster on the website, and first, of course, you're going to get access to the brand new gear when it comes out. And then a twenty five dollars a year bullseye team membership, and that's going to be your name added to the team support roster, and of course, uh, access to the gear. So I mean, you get what you pay for, like anything else. But uh, we got a couple guys that actually are going to do this already, so happy mm-hmm. to have them coming on mm-hmm. board. Mm-hmm. Something new. People were asking about it. Some people said, you know, I could do something. I just can't do it every month. And I want to support the show. Mm-hmm. And that's what we came up with. So appreciate that. And if you're interested, again, Clay at GunsInThe701.com or JD at GunsInThe701.com. We'll get you hooked up with it. Yeah, absolutely. And like I said, if you're looking to sponsor us, not only are you going to hear it on the show, um, it's going to be on the tickers when Clay's multicasting it and, and when he yep. when he does the recording. So here on- here's uh, here's the other ones, 250 a month. You're going to get three full ads. Mention yeah. live show logo occlusion on social media pages, channels, individual logo info, contact details on the website, sponsor page. And it looks pretty good, guys. I don't know if you've, you've visited our sponsor page on our website, but uh, I, I think it looks pretty good. And uh, we definitely, it's pretty easy to find it. You just hit the sponsor mm-hmm. tab at the top and it'll bring it up. And all the information you need is right there. And I, I'm, I'm messing with it here right now. I'm going to go I'm ahead. actually going to, I'm going to run something by Todd privately about a way to get our sponsors out there too if they're not directly okay. on the show we'll see what he says we'll see what he says but i'm gonna share it right here here's our sponsor page like that you go up here to sponsors <laughs> leon's in on. man he's in he said all right Lar auto repair blind guy right there um and everything you need we'll put you if you have a website like they do you can go right here and i've got it set up so you can view their products if i hit the blind guy boom, yeah it comes up there 
and boom, there he is. He's right there at his website. So it's very easy. I've made it really nice for our sponsors to have a lot of traffic there. So, so Clay, just just for reference, so if people are wondering how many people we reach and engage on our, this is just on our Facebook page here. Um, last 28 days, I got my analytics right here. Mm-hmm. So just so you know, I'm not lying. We've reached <laughs> 36,243 people. Okay, engagement, actually getting on our Facebook page and then clicking on stuff. 5,657 people. Wow. Yeah. We've gained 110 net followers just in the last month. And most of the people who listen to our show, it's it's between three and 400. I'm not going to do the math right here. I'm just quick looking between three and 400 are from Bismarck, Mandan, Lincoln, uh, Dickinson, and Lemon. And there's a multitude of them. But we do got some reach, guys. So. I mean, we we're, we're, we're not, we're not, we're, we're not a radio show by any means, but we are kicking no. some radio shows asses. Well, and I uh, know Lauer Auto Repair has been getting, uh, getting, uh, getting business. I'm glad to hear that and, uh, yeah, keep it up guys. And if you're in Bismarck and need auto work done, that's the place to go. Absolutely. Might as well support a Patriot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, your money's going, man. And you're, you're going to get great service. Um, absolutely. Yep. yep. You're getting a whole ball and of wax. And, and, I actually, I think I might be picking one up from lemon. Um, I got to stop in there next week and visit with him. So if I do that, uh, you know, we'll see a new sponsor. So hopefully that happens. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, All right, with Clayton. that, we're already at uh, 20 to eight. So we went a little longer tonight, but uh, we had to plug a whole <laughs> I thought it was going to be shorter than last week, uh, man. I think we beat it by like four minutes now. Like so. everyone, Corey and Demi, you guys are going to be doing two hours pretty soon. I was like, oh, yeah, so uh, JR said that to me. He's like, just, just, you know, just crush it and go two hours. I'm like, we can, but usually at about one fifteen, people start dropping off, which they did tonight, but man, it kind of came back. It was yeah, everybody hanging on you. I appreciate you. Thank you for hanging on. And, Absolutely. This is about oh. as long as Clay and I go. Um, Clay, so Clay, just so people know, you and I pretty much go straight through, other than a few short commercials for an hour yeah. and 40 hours. Um, when we do a two hour radio show, Clay, when you <laughs> and I are filling in, how long does that take actually when you take oh, all the commercials? Oh, my goodness. Out? What was it? An hour? Seemed like well, it was like an hour 20? No. Hour, 70 no? minutes was about the longest. Okay. 77. I know it wasn't very long after no, I took yeah. all the commercials out and I rolled <laughs> yeah. them up. Yeah. And Clay and I can do an hour standing on our head, so <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't have that many breaks. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I go two hours because then I'm gonna have to have, I'm gonna have to get a longer commercial with some more. I'm gonna get one of them. What Leon call that wee 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 thing? The AK shooters go. use in the woods. Let me get one in for. <laughs> I know they make them for men too, but <laughs> Matt says I'd time in just for Leon's comments. Tune in. There you go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> absolutely. The comments. Hey, you guys who commented tonight was freaking great. I was laughing. Was. They were awesome. Good comments, true comments, funny comments. Like Clay and, and I love when people comment, man. That's it, and Leon, funny. go ahead and get a hold of Jamie and uh, and he'll get you hooked up with, with what yep. you want to do. Yep. There, so. And Travis wanted a, uh, one of your raffle tickets there, and oh, yep. and Dan wanted two. I'm gonna get on those if I don't get on tomorrow, but Friday for sure. I'll, within the next day or two, guys, I'll have them on the way out to you. So sounds good. All right, guys. With that, I want to thank everybody tonight. Uh, I, it was a great show. I thought it went pretty smooth and. Uh, I, I didn't realize we went this long, honestly. I was like, I was pumped tonight. I can tell you, I was really pumped up for the show. I was kind of jabbing right away, but man, it, it's, whenever I say it, it seems like it, you know, it yeah. goes the other way. So, <laughs> and just remember this: remember this. Militia is only a bad word if you're a tyrant. Oh there yeah, That's absolutely. Tonight. You know what, Clay? We gotta break down what a militia is one of these times. I think we talked we about should. that. So maybe next week. Because most people think militias, you know, oh, I got these Iraqi militias on their soldiers. 
Yeah, I mean, mm. anyways, we're not going to get into it. We'll, we'll, no. we'll discuss it further and, you know, let's do it. Let's do it on another show. So, you free. Either I'm froze up or Clay is because I can see he's froze. <laughs> he's froze up on both of my screens. So, uh, well, maybe I'll just we'll, you back there, we'll Clay. Sign. Was oh. I froze up on you because you were froze up on oh, me for I'm like fro- ten seconds? Oh, really? Or, yeah. Yeah. Now it's just me. So no video feed from Clayton. So I'll tell you what, guys. Uh, I'm thinking I'm, I'm going to end the stream here. Everybody, keep your powder dry. We'll see you Friday, 8.40 a.m. Central Time, Mitchell in the morning, KFYR 5.50 a.m. and on iHeartRadio. And every Monday morning, we're on KFYRplus.com in the crosshairs with J.D. and Clay, hosted by Jay Dillon. Make sure you catch that. Appreciate you guys tuning in tonight. Everybody have a great weekend. We'll talk to you next Wednesday.